Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Tom. Hi, May. And Ross. Hey. And Joey. Hello. And uh, last week we were talking about gunplay. And it just so happens that I have an article uh, coming out in Childcare Exchange about gunplay. And what I focused on in the article, and I'd like to bring it out here, is more about... First, I should say that let's accept the fact that children are going to play pretend with guns. Whether you allow it or not, it's well, going to happen. It's going to happen. You can decide if it's going to be with in front of you or not. So right. no. I, and what I wanted to think about is what are we teaching kids about consent? Mm-hmm. Like what are the lessons about consent mm-hmm. when we do it? So if a classroom where um, gunplay is banned, to me, the message of that is that whoever's in power, whoever's in control gets to choose. Mm-hmm. Right, because this is something the kid wants to do. This is really like the thing they want to do. So it's a part of them in some way, mm-hmm. whether whether we like it or not. Right? right, just like the kid who wants to sing, you know, poop every other word in every yes. song. It's what also, they're gonna do. You're gonna have that kid as well. You're gonna probably have that kid. Yeah, and they're probably the kid shooting. Yes. Hey, um, <laughs> are you taking that personally? Maybe you were that kid, weren't you? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, anyways, so to me, you know, when I think about what is the message for later, and I think this isn't the only time kids get this message, but right. it seems like gunplay versus kids playing baby, you know, like mm-hmm. very rarely do the teachers, no, we are not playing baby here unless you're going to actually hold this, your friend, in the way you would hold a real baby. And right. They're carrying around it by the by the foot, right, upside right. down, and yeah, like, or throw the okay, throw but... the doll in a pot. I've seen kids do that, <laughs> right. or yeah, or just the sort of like Cinderella thing where the mom tells you know, yeah. stop that or yeah. do this or do mm-hmm. that. You know, like that's part of the way they yeah. play, and we don't ban like nope, can't do it. But with gunplay, that can come across, and to me, right. that what that's the message from that. And every other time we do that to kids in other ways, like about. Maybe snowballs on a playground. Maybe. We're really just teaching. We're not saying, hey, I'm worried someone's going to get hurt. What can we do about it? It's, right. no, you can't do that because I said so. Yeah. See, I thought you when you were talking about consent, yeah. I thought you were talking about consent within gunplay because gunplay often involves people who aren't playing it. Right. Um, because they get, yeah. again, we're only talking about fingers and sure. pointing, so it's air. But, you know, they get pointed at or they get pew-pewed without being part of the game. And sometimes they don't even know it. Like, I I get a little uncomfortable when I see kids looking like snipers. Right. So sneaking up and shooting people who don't know they're part of that game. And I don't, maybe there's, maybe you guys can think of another kind of play that happens without somebody else's consent. But it happens a lot in gunplay. It happens a lot, I think, because, like Mm -hmm. you said, you're not actually touching the person. Right. But I've watched a kid, so I actually had some teachers who were worried about this child who was who was doing a lot of gunplay. And he was a th- three-year-old. So three-year-olds, when they do gunplay, kind of go around and go pew, go to another person, right. pew, go to another right. person, pew. And that's what they are worried about. So I went in to observe, and there was, in the, like the pretend play area, there were kids playing doctor. There was different, you know, the plastic doctor tools. And there was a kid sitting on a chair, and the kid they were worried about picked up a... They call it an otoscope. Is that what it's called? The ear mm-hmm. thingy? And he went up to the other kid's ear and said, oh, you're sick. And the kid was like, stop, and moved away. And the kid kept going. Oh, no, no, you're sick. You're sick. And the one child kept moving. Mm-hmm. And the child that they were, the teachers were concerned about kept going towards him, like pushing the otoscope. Now, 
you know, fairly right. touching, right. but right. but totally in his Invading face. Invading his face. Yep. And I watched that, and I was thinking, is gunplay the thing you're worried about, or is it the lack of consent? So the because the other side is that if you just allow gunplay and don't interact at all. That's often what happens. There's right. non-consensual and, and I should say, play. It's actually the kids who get upset. I, I yes. don't like the appearance of a sniper. It kind of creeps me out to yeah, see yeah. that demeanor right. in a child. Right. But it's but it's you're yeah, gonna hear they're shooting at me and yep. and they don't like it. Right. So mm-hmm. y- it's not it's not just my issue. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm trying to say. The children don't like yeah, yeah. being yep. the the target of the shooting. Right. And so Pretend. to me, the teacher's right. reaction is going to be that's gonna be a message about consent also. If the teacher just ignores it because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with gunplay, therefore I'm not going right. to do it, then the message is still, oh, I get to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. If you just shut it down, the message is, oh, I can't do it because they're not letting me, the teacher's not letting me. Or you can bring it into a discussion, like, did you ask them if they want you to do that? Because So a lot of us use that, it, we take care of each other. Because right. remember, in our room, we take care of each other, right. and it doesn't seem like we're taking care of Ross. So, mm-hmm. you know, Joe, you'll have to ask Ross before you point your finger at him. Let's find out if he wants to play and make it a discussion because consent really is about right. discussion and it's not one thing that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's about interaction with kids. And I think that's the most important lesson. And because gunplay often has that, it allows a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. for that. It, you know, there's other types of consent when you like, oh, that's a really cool train he turned around. I'm just going to grab it right. and use yep. it because he's not. He wasn't playing with it anymore. So the discussions come up with in other ways, but I right. think in gunplay, I think it comes up a lot. In gunplay. Bec- it comes up a lot. The main and because teachers are afraid of the theme, mm-hmm. they yeah. won't just address the well address the conflict. Right. What, so the so, actual conflict is mm-hmm. he doesn't want you to do yeah. that, or she doesn't want you right. to do that. So when they when they you're saying that the kid. One of the children needs to do this kind of play, and he should be asking others to to for their consent. Yeah. If he's not getting consent from the others, then what's the alternative? And I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I can play along with him. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. I can do this, <laughs> and I can I can actually envision that if I'm playing with this kid, those kids who 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 did not give consent in the first place come back and say, can I play too? Yeah. Right. Well, but they're and often, that's okay we, we, because we're often looking long for a bad guy. And a lot of times ki- other, there are some kids who will true. be the bad guy, but, but the teacher other... is often a great choice because our egos are strong enough to be a bad guy. Be a bad guy. Be, and, feel bad. and then also model mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. that right. help support that impulse control. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I did say stop. Right. That means the game. Oh, has and to I stop. totally think it's, as a teacher, when if you do play that role, I think it's good to every so often say, you know what, I, I really had fun playing, but now I don't want to play right. anymore. I'm going to read this book. Right. And so giving kids, I mean, make sure you play for a while. Don't do it for 10 seconds. And right. then, yeah. like stuff. But, you know, if the child needs that help with that mm-hmm. impulse control, right. you're the a great person. Because if they do point at you one, one or two more times, you're not going to freak out. Cry. Mm-hmm. Cry. But right. you can sort of say, oh, remember, I, I said I don't want to play that right. anymore. So yeah, I think I think becoming the the play partner or whatever in those cases, if there's no one else, especially well, especially and, if you're saying the child needs it and there's nobody and there's no yeah, outlet for right, it, right, right. then 
it seems to me your job as a teacher is to provide some of that. It doesn't yeah. mean you have to mm-hmm. provide all of it, but actually I think you're creating a bridge to other right, children. Right, because then other children might try and then say, oh, actually, this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Or they'll decide that it's not for them at all. <laughs> right. Or, <but laughs> or the whole room will just I, oh, explode into... <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I feel like your, your inclusion, for the, the adult's inclusion, also one can be the bridge for others to come in, but I think there's something maybe subtle as well that, oh... There's an adult there now. This play can't get out of control mm-hmm. because right. it can be yes. big. It yeah. can be mm-hmm. this. And I, and we talked about that in the previous episode a little bit about how it can feel, I mean, mm-hmm. before the adult, that it's out of control or I can't really rein right. this in. But if you're a part of it, you can really help set the parameters and then sure. maintain them. Yeah. But I think there's also, you have the awareness where you're looking that we're playing this maybe in the back of the room. But... As you said, there are some who are getting shot from across the room. The hey, don't shoot me! But I think there's also some who just see it, and it is upsetting, right? Because it's bigger, right. it's boisterous, and so I think as as the adult, that's another layer of kind of recognizing consent to say, you know what, I can see their face. They haven't said anything, mm-hmm. but I want to ask them, right? Or I can tell they don't like this, so maybe we need to change our location, yep. save it for outside. Right. Or change the targets. Change the targets. Right. But I think it's it's bringing in the conversation because I think yeah. it's another subtlety that comes with consent is right. helping that child who maybe looks and feels upset about it but right. it's not saying anything. Right. Helping them gain that or maybe know that they have that voice. You mm-hmm. can say you don't like this mm-hmm. because exactly. as we yep. would as yep. I mean I think we know that the there's a lot of talk about consent right. uh, in our society right now that. I think there should there's more we want to do more messaging with we'll just overgeneralize but the reality is that it's mostly men trying to get an understanding that consent really exists right and that women your voice does matter and it will be heard mm-hmm. cuz right now we know right. that those aren't what's and being I, promoted I think that's what in a lot of ways what kind of drew me to writing this particular mm-hmm. article right. and I the article itself was fairly short, so it doesn't actually get into the gender thing much because I think it's, right. it's more nuanced than just Absolutely. it's boys and it's... For sure. Well, but I do think that it's often the one that like people don't want to have those nuanced conversations about right. consent with play, right. with gunplay, because of the other emotional, adult emotions involved. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that this is kids or these are adults? These are the adults, adults not wanting okay. to have those conversations. Okay. With the kids? or With, with... the kids. like okay. Sort of like, oh, let's see if she wants to do that. Or, oh, look at her face. It mm-hmm. looks like she doesn't like that. Yep. And it's sort of like, because most of the kids doing the gunplay are boys, this mm-hmm. is the perfect time to be teaching them how to ask for consent, how right. to read people's faces, how to um, know that you just can't do whatever you want and that you have to ask. Right. And yet we sort of like, we lose that. And to be honest, mm-hmm. rough and tumble play is another one that's mm-hmm. often boys and we often just shut it down. Rather but the gunplay in particular is how they're affecting someone else. Yep. Also. I mean, because the yeah, boss yeah. is introducing, I was introducing like, oh, I don't want to be the bad guy. You can't shoot at me, but I'm still right. playing with you. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, I'm in your game, but right, you can't right, shoot yeah, at me. Because yeah. that often is what, yeah, yeah, yeah. one line of consent. Ross is bringing up like, ooh, the game you're playing is, ups- is kind of upsetting right and so then that's negotiating yeah um right right so that you, in the what, classroom which is a, kind of another mm-hmm. and to your point it's like do you get right. does everybody get to do what they want all the time right and how, how are right. you navigating yeah those how do you navigate because that it goes to that if we do take care of ourselves and this is our space well what we're doing is bothering these other people right right so i thought you were saying that what you want to do is empower those people who are being bothered to be able to speak their voice and say i don't like this 
I don't like this. I that's part of it for sure. That that there there's that empowerment within that child to say, you know what, I don't, I can say something, and when I say something, it will matter. And I think that was that subtlety of having an adult in the play. There might be you, the model. So I've got something that, for real, I day in and day out don't, it's right around this topic, and I just, every day I don't quite know how I'm navigating it, because I have some kids who do, like, they're mostly police, they're good guys, and they they, they shoot. And um, I think they're mostly protecting everybody, for the most part. And there are and they're most mostly boys or girls who are pretending to be boys so they can be in the game, but that's another story. But uh, then there are two girls who look like they don't like it, but always choose to be near it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll like actually physically hide under my loft and I'll check in with them and they're okay. And then sometimes they kind of come and like provoke a reaction mm-hmm. um and it's ex- oh, anyway it's just extremely complicated because it's almost like their consent right doesn't stay consistent yeah because then yes. like they're enjoy like they i hate to say it out loud but they're kind of enjoying being the victims in the game mm-hmm. which i as the adult have to be like okay i guess they get to make that choice right, i don't right. really like that that's their choice for play yeah mm-hmm. but i try i try to put that aside mm-hmm. um because it's th- for the optics it's all these boys and this these girls who are right, choosing right, to be the yeah, victim yeah. i mean that's right. my, the feminist in me can't really yeah. handle it but i let them play their game but then eventually it crosses something crosses a line and then they're actually upset right but it's very right. hard to keep your finger yeah. on the pulse it is of, of that and that's I mean, where i think it, it's good moment to moment to have a teacher like you because what you need to do is help both those girls and the other kids, the boys or the people pretending to be boys, mm-hmm. to figure out how do you let it be known? Right. Like, and it's part of it's going right. to be the people who are right. playing and then like, oh, it looks like you're, do you not want to do this anymore? It looks like you're done. Right. I right. mean, obviously they don't right. speak like, like that. A couple months ago, I just was like, hey, guess what? We're all deputies. <laughs> everyone's been hired in the police force and I passed out guns because I wanted these girls right. to not just be hiding. Right. I said, do you want a gun? Right. And they're like, oh yeah. And so I was like, great. And I, I mean, right. my other teacher's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I am arming <laughs> these girls because this, they, they need to be equals. Like I just couldn't, you know, right, right. Um, but they've gone, but that's, that was me. Yeah. They've gone, they enjoy more. And that's this, the thing too, of helping of them game. get a voice of how to say, yeah, I'm done. Right. Yep. Instead of, which, you know, yeah. with a preschooler, sometimes it does yeah. mean they suddenly cry. We, yeah. we talk right. about with rough and tumble, right? The yeah. kids who cry, not because they really got hurt, but it was really close to getting hurt. Right. So they cry mm-hmm. to see if people stop. And so maybe it's something similar to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a really great thing to learn from both sides. Of- it is. And I think there's there's that other subtlety, kind of the nuance of inconsistency, because there's that... Like, oh, I know I'll cry, and then you'll stop, and then I'll get my way. I've seen that tactic mm-hmm. used mm-hmm. over the years a number of times. Because, mm-hmm. eh, all right, you're fine. And, I, and then once it stops, they get it. But I think there's that sense of, I, I want this, but I don't want mm-hmm. And so to say, okay, mm-hmm. then you know what? It, this is confusing for me as right. the teacher. So we need to write these rules out. When is it okay to jump in? What is What do you say when you're going to stop? And yeah. I think that there's... if. 
If yeah. that would help and make you, it very clear. Four year olds in your room? Yeah, or? the kids I'm thinking about right now are four. Yeah, because yeah. that's like a good age year. for. Yeah, what right. you're yeah, saying, developmentally yeah. they could handle yeah. some of that. I a mean, little it, bit yeah, more. I think some of it's just their own emotional stuff that right. they, they really it does really just change on them. Right, like yeah, do you, yeah. like it's hard for them to mm-hmm. know when that mm-hmm. line is under the loft. This is the safe spot. Nobody can come in and shoot in here. What? But then I think there's that real that sense of. Because I want you to be able to go through. I mean, that's why some people will go to amusement parks or go see horror movies mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, I know I'm going to get freaked out. Right. And at times it's like, okay, I'm all right with it. The adrenaline was fun. And then other times it's like, no, that was too much. Now I have nightmares. Right. And I think it's, I as the adult, it... I want you to be able to, mm-hmm. or as a as a child becoming an, an adult, I want you to be able to navigate and really s- say what you feel and recognize that, yep, this is what it's I, like. Nope, you got to build buildings that keep falling before you get the one that stands right. up. But it's going to o- do it wrong. But I think it's okay because, and again, in the, in a romantic situation, this feels okay. This feels okay. Nope, I'm done, and I don't want to do it anymore. And you can speak up right in that moment right. and say, "Nope, I'm done." And it could be different on a day to day basis. Like that's mm-hmm. that right. subtlety that you talk about. It's a well, yeah, really you, good you, life lesson. You brought that Absolutely. up. It's just not one rule. Yeah. Like, oh, we all agreed we're going to do this, so we're always right. going to do this. Right. That but consent that is a, con- a conversation, ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. It's all, and it's yeah, it's never always this. It's a com- it's communication that do we all agree to this? And I think that even the subtleties of you know now in a full day program, I'm going to ask each other, do you want me to rub your back during nap time? I'm not just going to go up and do it right, because right. or wipe your nose or exactly right. yeah because. It's, I feel like that's another subtle message. Like you said at the very beginning, Mike, where it's like, this is the rule. This is what we do. I'm going to do it because I'm in charge. And it's that I want you, the child, to take this message that I'm going to ask and make sure this feels okay. Right. Because I want you to do that same thing when you're going to play with somebody else. And I feel like there's a lot of ways where as adults, we just kind of say, well, we are the rule holders. We're, right. We we just need to do it. And it's not just... It, it, it's a fine. It's a it's a weird line where it's yes, you want to keep order and consistency and having the rules there, but also not having it be uh, dictated. Yeah, and I think I think there's another episode in there that you were just starting to get to that idea of um, body privacy. Sure. Things that I think would be a really great episode, but we definitely need a lot of time to talk about. We yes. cannot just make it <laughs> no. a quick 30 second. Were you going to say something more? I, I don't know. I It seems to me this is this is about boundaries and children testing boundaries. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the t- they're testing boundaries. And well, it's, like a few it's episodes, never, you're like, it's, it's never, the edge it, of the path. It's mm-hmm. never going to be, it's never going to be so simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't know. But I think this is about kids learning that they can set boundaries. I mean, I think to, to yeah. go back to Mike's original, I didn't mean to cut you off, Tom, but if the adult is the only one setting the boundaries about play, then kids mm-hmm. don't know that they get a role to say. Right. It doesn't mean we get to control each other, because obviously mm-hmm. that's just not how life works. But if it's only ever the adult deciding versus the kids getting to say, keep testing, but like, you know, I'm okay with that, I'm not okay with that. I, I mean, know. I think they're testing on both sides. Yeah. I think yeah. the girls are testing, I think the boys are testing. Yeah. And it and that and there will never be one answer for right. that for that. Sure. Because no. again, it'll depend on the day, it'll yeah. depend on the mood. And I don't know how you know, I don't know how much an adult can bring uh you know, add consistency to that. Is if that if that's right. what we're trying to do or trying to solve it? I, I think know. it's more about keeping the conversation. I going. think that's it. It's, that's it's that the... communication is key to really mm-hmm. understand right. the consent and that with 
it, it can't be all or nothing or it can't be always this right. one way. It's well, that, the kids I'm thinking of, when the, when the border gets crossed, uh, one girl in particular will just leave, mm-hmm. which is a solution. Right. But to kind of go back to what Ross was talking about, if I can, if I as the adult can help her a little bit, say, oh, actually, I did, now that went too far. I think that's good. I mean, just thinking about yeah. Over time, I think that's right. going to be a, a, right. A, Even if a, she's, she still walks away, at least making right. her right. Oh, I'm going to yeah. Voice right. Heard. You don't have to stay in a situation you don't like, but but no one knows what happened right. if right. she right. just leaves without yeah, saying yeah. anything. Right. Well, just as consent is an ongoing conversation, <laughs> mm-hmm. this could be an ongoing conversation. But um, I think for now we should end it here. Mm-hmm. I think. Are you making be... the rule of the boundary when this is going to end? I agree with it, Mike. Dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, I'll consent. <laughs> this is my episode. I started it, so I get to decide when it ends. There we go. Right. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for the conversation, you guys, and thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook with the name Teaching with the Body and Mind, as well as like, subscribe, review on iTunes or Stitcher or any of your other podcast platforms as that helps us boost the ratings and also get our voice out to more people. Thanks.